There's been a P.I. at the shark pool. It's Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's Holiday in the Sun this week on Why Do You Know That? Welcome to Why Do You Know That? The party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. Hi from the future. I know you are currently back in Michigan. I'm in Michigan state. I'm in my home state of Michigan. I flew on an aeroplane. Oh, how, how delightful. What a delightful thing to say in 2021. Yeah. Um, I'll say this, like, obviously, uh, the air, everybody wore masks. I never saw, I didn't see any like altercations. Nobody like on the plane was upset. Everybody wore their masks and was good. But what's so funny is all these signs at the airport that are like, remember to stay six feet apart from each other. And it's like, the airport's full. Everybody like, did you build another, did you build another airport for us to, to sit in so that we can be six feet away from each other? Because there's mm-hmm. nowhere I can be at this crowded airport to be six feet away from each other. Um, it's almost like they just slapped up a sign so they could say they did something. Of course. And so once you got to Michigan, how did it feel? Because the last time you had to go through a whole cross country thing. It's, mm-hmm. we, we even did oh. a whole episode on it. If you want to hear about Steve's journey to the heartland and back of America. But this time you got to do a direct flight. See yeah. the fam. Uh, well, the biggest things. problem. Well, I landed. Uh, it was I wanted, I, earlier. It was la- a couple days ago. Um, it's the, I don't know if you guys know this. It's the end of April and it was snowing when I got here. <laughs> oh, so boy. that sucks. Oh, uh, actual That's snow, like, like a flurry snow on the ground. And now Tuesday, day after tomorrow, it's going to be 80. And it's currently 52. So I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, I'm, I'm in a basement. Um, it's good, though. I've been spending lots of time with my nephews who think that I'm only in Michigan to just exclusively spend every waking moment with them, which is like great fun. I love them. It's lots of fun hanging out. But it's also like, now, nah, guys, Uncle Steve's tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I, No, I'm not going to I'm not going to go play hockey. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Can we watch something? <laughs> can we sit on uh, the couch where Uncle Steve can take a nap? Yeah. Oh, today we went to uh Chuck E. Cheese. And what? I don't know if you've I don't know if you've been there recently, but Chuck E. Cheese no. not sponsored. Not a sponsor, so I can say this. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese fucking sucks now. It is so it is. There's nothing like physical for the kids to do. Like there's no like climb around tunnels, ball pits and stuff like that. Obviously, in a pandemic time, that all would have been closed anyway. But those have been gone. The Chuck E. Cheese we've been going to. They don't have any of that. Um, the animatronics. There's one Chucky and the rest are all on screens now. And the games suck. It's just it's just bad games. Am I is allowed it- to speak? Oh, yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> get, get in here. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> speaking of Chuck E. Cheese, um, I was terrified of Chuck E. Cheese when I was younger. Like uh, when we would go, uh, my parents talked about how I would like grip their legs when the Chucky would like walk around the restaurant. Um, so good for you going, Steve. <laughs> oh, they don't do that. There's n- there's no walk around characters anymore. There's no oh, nothing. God. Um, you so the pizzas look so sad. 
This was just like what bad pizza and that basketball hoop game. Repulsive looking pizza, basketball hoop game. Um, Do just they have like, the sticky hand thing? There's yeah. no whack-a-mole. Oh, like the prize? Like when you get the yeah, sticky the hand sticky that you can like, throw hand. on the wall? Yeah. I, let me tell you about the prizes. Garbage, garbage. Just various types of styrofoam balls, basically. You want a foam football? You want a foam basketball? <laughs> you want like just... Ba- uh, so I... Oh, okay, fine. There's one thing that I can really appreciate about Chuck E. Cheese now, which is when you get a play card, you can put on like a dollar amount to play games. Like, oh, I'm going to put $15 on a card and get a certain amount of points. Or you can pay by the hour. So you can just have unlimited (laughs) debit card or phone. (laughs) You can pay by debit card or phone. You can Chuck E. Cheese is amazing. You can take your debit card now. Um, (laughs) You can use your debit card to get a play pass, but I it was pretty cool that um you can just go and be like, okay, I have a card and it's good for unlimited play for an hour. So that was great. But here's the thing: I play for an hour unlimited. And then I end up with 500 tickets. An airhead is 100 tickets. Oh, wow. So, so I kind of feel like I got fleeced. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did get two bandanas. That was Those were my prizes. <laughs> oh, so I... I, know. I feel I co- like Chuck E. Cheese but... was like, is like training kids for like casinos. Do you know what I mean? Where they're, it's just like the same vibe where it's like, it smells, yes. it's sticky, the food is bad, oh. it's scary. <laughs> like Yeah. The smell, the cigarette smoke is everywhere. Yeah, uh, the cocktail yes. waitresses are aging, <laughs> and they're all wearing like one, one like bodysuit. Where am I going? <laughs> Speaking of places you might go on vacation, perhaps oh. a holiday in the sun. In the that sun. Was such a, that's a great transition. I love that. Alert going off, baby. Let's introduce our guest. You've been listening to her be hilarious already. She's a writer, comedian, you know, from Groundlings and commercial booking. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome Kelsey Roberts. Hi, thank you Hi. for having me. Um, sorry about five minutes ago when I asked if it was okay if I could speak. It's fine. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. You're a woman in our society. So yeah. you have to ask I didn't know if I like um, should be quiet or not, but thank you for having me, you guys. And really, thank you for saying booking commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for uh, having taking time to do this in between commercials. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on set right now for nine different spots. It's so great that the commercials now like schedule around you and just mm-hmm. all the spots come to you and just knock them out one, two, yeah, three. I do them all in the comfort of my home via debit card or phone call. <laughs> oh, God. Um, speaking of. Uh... <laughs> no, I don't have one. Oh, no. <laughs> I was going to try for a transition. I didn't come okay. up with a good one. Speaking um, of debit cards, I spent $15 on today's topic. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's so well worth it. Okay. Full, fully worth it. Well, we'll get it. We'll see. We'll have like a, a ranking system later where Steve can 
add a dollar in every time something was worth it, worth the full 15. Oh, that's a good idea. You know what? That's a really good idea. I'm going to get a pen and paper ready. <laughs> and each time we bring something up that I think was, well, I'll say how much money that was worth. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to do it right underneath AT&T Nick's phone number. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, so, Holiday in the Sun. Great a, movie. A movie, a direct-to-video Rom-com adventure family film from 2001 starring the one and the only Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. The one and only twins. The one and only <laughs> together as one unit, Mary-Kate and Ashley. I mean, how often do people refer to it as just Mary-Kate or just Ashley, though? That's true. I mean, they do, but, I wonder, but often would it's you, just them together, right? Probably. I think I would call it the two and only. The two and the only two Mary-Kate and, only, and you Ashley. You know what? That's right. Oh, I'm going to take that back. Like, some drama when just Mary Kate was nominated for a daytime Emmy for so little time and not Ashley, which is crazy because Ashley was great on that show too. So maybe that was the one time that it was one and only. Didn't one of them quit acting before the other? One of them acted a little bit longer. Oh, who knows? One of them was in that updated, like when Twilight was really popular. Um, There was like a Beauty and the Beast. Beastly, yeah, Mary Kate was, was in, in Beastly. So maybe Ashley. Okay. Ashley was busy. Yeah. They were at NYU. They were busy. MK still had time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you guys. Can you believe I'm in my 30s? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Kelsey, the movie Holiday of the Sun. Why yes. do you know that? I love the movie. I was a big time. Mary-Kate and Ashley fan, one mm-hmm. and only. Mm-hmm. I loved their movies. I was in their fan club. This is like backstory on how much of a fan I was. I was in Catalina um, with like friends in high school and I saw their manager walking around. And now being an adult, I recognize that he was fully drunk. And I was like, you're Mary-Kate and Ashley's manager. Please tell them that I loved how they do their hair. Very curly's cute. <laughs> like that's how creepy of a fan I was. <laughs> Do you think that the message got back to them? Yeah. Let me know if you guys want to see the restraining order that they have on me. (laughs) (laughs) It's a badge of honor. You have it framed. Yeah. No, I love them. I was such a fan. But I loved Holiday in the Sun. I have two movies that I love. I love that one. And then I love their movie, Our Lips Are Sealed, where they go to Australia. So Uh, you were a mega fan. Uh, mm-hmm. And what got you to be a mega fan? Was it with Full House and then just like following their adventures from there, that kind of thing? Yeah, I think it was Full House and then like watching their like music videos and stuff like that. Do you remember how they would like do songs? And then they would I do... am the cute one. <laughs> yeah. And then it was she like, is my sister. Sale. Yeah. <laughs> and then I loved like their, um, their like themed movies. Like, you know, they had a Halloween movie and. Uh, I would like read like all their little like fan mail and it was like, Mary Kate and Ashley, they love horseback riding. And I was like, well, I love horseback riding. And we, I've like never been horseback riding, but I was <laughs> really into them. Um, I just want to, I should start by saying my sister was really into them and had a lot of these movies and Ruby was really into like, I think, I think the Olsen twins not only were popular, but also kind of started like this little mini trend of like twins being cool for like tween oh, girls yeah. back in our time. Mm-hmm. Um, so in case anyone's wondering why I it's know, so why true, I know these. I, like, 
I had like girlfriends growing up where you would be like, oh yeah, we're twins. We're twins. Clearly not twins whatsoever. <laughs> but I swear, I think it was like Mary Kate and Ashley where it was like twins were cool. They were twin influencing. Yes. Before twin influencers became a thing, mm-hmm. before influencing even became a thing. I feel like they Mary Kate and Ashley really paved the way for influencing <laughs> yes. because like they were they were child stars who then decided to leave showbiz, get into the fashion world, really, and mm-hmm. then just sort of become names. Yeah, they're just so huge, like just yeah. massive. Yeah, they still have like um like a clothing brand like elizabeth and james that's like super popular and after i think it was during their time that they had like the so little time tv show they had their own clothing brand that was in like target and stuff like that they were huge wasn't it they were like uh the youngest billionaires or something yeah yeah so yeah take that kendall john suck on that that's and how- now they have like women in their 30s like me who are like, wow, <laughs> diehard fans. <laughs> and, like, I love their younger sister. Like, I loved like WandaVision. And like, I just think their whole family's talented. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. This is great. yeah. She's a great. Actress. Are there any others? Are there any others besides Elizabeth and the twins? Yeah, they have a brother. This is so creepy, but I know from like fan when I was a fan, I think they have a brother named Trent who's older. I don't think first of all, I just we're just gonna have to start this right right at the top. You don't need to apologize or say you're creepy for knowing this stuff. It's not like you discovered the Olsen twins in I your did. 30s and are just devouring yes. their library. <laughs> oh, you did. This oh. was no, I was a yeah. Big fan. You know, Big it's fan. it's stuff that you remember because you were so in love with them at a yeah. time when it was appropriate to be. Exactly. So you well, don't need to you apologize for, validate, for still, validating it. For knowing. validating. For validating and validating it. <laughs> but I think they're close too. Oh my God. I remember like watching, uh, I think it was Holiday in the Sun or maybe it was Our Lips Are Sealed where they like wore bedazzled jeans and like after that I was like I gotta get bedazzled jeans and I need to get graphic tees with like the sleeves cut off yeah the fashion the fashion in this movie was mm-hmm. you know some great some great hairstyles some great, great hairstyles. some great use of uh some great use of like you know when you have like your hairs down but one braid mm-hmm. great great single mm-hmm. braids they paved the way for those single braids you remember like um, Lauren Conrad in the hills, how she made like braids big, but I really think oh, yeah. it was Mary Kate Nashley. And yeah, and you know, I I don't think the Atlantis Resort would still be in business if it weren't. It for was all the holiday in the sun. <laughs> Started Megan Fox's career. Also, like speaking of fashion, in the intro scene, Mary Kate has a Fendi like hat that she's wearing in the first scene like this massively this like hat's probably like three thousand dollars and she's just like casually wearing it i mean well yeah well kelsey in the fourth scene they get into private their dad's jet. Private, private jet, jet that he's flying. 
And then the first and they half each get a box of Krispy Kremes. Yes. And the first half of the movie, they're upset that they're not in Hawaii with their friends for like Christmas vacation. What? Sixteen? Yeah, like oh sixteen my God. years old. Yeah. What? The, the drama. The drama is that they didn't get to go to Hawaii with their friends. They have to take a private jet that their dad flies to the to Bahamas. Bahamas. Oh and God. also too, like who's this woman that like appears at their school and is like, we're picking you up. We're going like, how did this woman get on a school campus? Who is she? Yeah, well, she knows. So yeah, so they're in class. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very boring class, very Bueller kind of class. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they get harsh called to lighting. the principal's office. Yeah, oh, the harshest lighting. <laughs> Very harsh like, lighting. It's it's like they didn't even bring actual like lighting <laughs> kits know. for filming. They're, They're just like, like, well, no, there's lights. Look, yeah, there's lights in the fluorescent, fluorescent lights. lights. What do we need? Yeah. yeah, they get called out of class to go to the principal's office. But then they're intercepted by this British woman who's like, your dad's ready to take you on you his on airplane. Come on. And how did this woman just like get on this campus? Like, I feel like when I was in high school, you had to like get so many approvals to just be like walking oh. on a campus and this woman you know, is just simpler like, times yeah simpler times pre pre um shootings pre 911 you know i thought you were going to say pre pollution i was like before we had pollution actually this came out in november 2001 <laughs> yeah, i was so. going to say this is not pre 911 they just didn't care yeah they were <laughs> they were fine with it they um, were like, united we stand. No, nope, divided mm-hmm. we're going to the Bahamas. <laughs> uh, something else exactly. interesting about uh, about this one is, and maybe I haven't seen enough Olsen twins stuff, and, and Kelsey can correct me if I'm embarrassingly you know wrong. I but, will. <laughs> um, happily married parents, two parental figures. Mm-hmm. I feel like most Olsen twin stuff I see, just like Disney movies, it's typically like, typically just a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so I think you're thinking of Billboard Dad because in some yep. of their other movies, they do have like happily married parents. Uh-oh. But this movie in particular, I thought was silly, like being an adult now watching it because like their parents look so young to me now. I'm like, their parents are easily in their early 30s in this movie, yeah. or rather, like we're the older than are. the parents. <laughs> I know, oh, no. and I'm watching it now. And I'm like, these parents are so young, and they have like 16 year old kids, PJs, private jets, instant Krispy Kremes. <laughs> it was it, it was up. so weird. Yeah, the dad's just like, all right, surprise, we're going to the Bahamas. I'm flying. Here's a box <laughs> of donuts for each of you. I know. It really is wild. What was Um, their uh, what was their dad's name? Their dad in the movie is named well Harrison, but obviously dad. Okay, Marcus Flanagan. Judy, yeah. And then there's Chad and Jill, their friends' parents. Yeah. So Marcus Flanagan was uh, born in 1964. So he would have been. So he would have been like. 36 he, he was my age when this movie was made okay like that's it's... fine that's fine i don't care <laughs> <laughs> oh my fine. god i don't care this isn't gonna haunt me all night long <laughs> i'm <laughs> thinking about it <laughs> but this movie was like it really takes a turn i mean with like you think it's just a basic love story but then 
Yeah. You know. So I'm going to actually, I'm at $15 that I spent. I'm adding a dollar mm-hmm. um, for making me feel old. So now I'm at $16. Okay. And we're, right. What we're trying it. to do is get down to zero, but yeah. that's adding a dollar. Okay. So <laughs> okay. we're over budget. Got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're, over, we're um, over budget. <laughs> so Kelsey, if somebody do- has like, doesn't know about Mary Kate and Ashley, and they don't know about these like direct video films that they made tons of. Can you give a very quick rundown before we get into an even quicker rundown of the movie itself? Because I can Im- just imagine somebody listening and just being like, what do you mean? Why do these kids have a private jet? Are <laughs> yeah. these like, is the whole point that they're super rich all the time? Is it that they shouldn't just get donuts whenever they want? Um, so yes, Nadia, please. you're asking questions of which I there know. are no answers. <laughs> <laughs> But, but a recap, a recap is a very good idea. Yes. So I think to start, I'll say before at like the end of every movie that they put out, they like go to their map and they like throw the darts and that's where the next movie will be. So the previous movie, they threw a dart and this was like the movie was based in the Bahamas. So they're in the Bahamas and they're on a family trip uh, with like their uh, family friends and like their, you know, their kids and you think it's just like a fun little love story of like twin girls in the on the beach and then there's a mean girl played by megan fox Mm -hmm. and then there's like obviously an intro of a girl band named play who's like in the concert that you'll see um but fun little twist there's they hop on a boat and um, they're stolen like antiques on the boat. And so then they're in like the Bahama jail and then they have to like solve this crime to get Ashley's boyfriend out of jail. Meanwhile, they kissed once. And so she's like trying to solve this crime. Um, and God bless those writers. Cause I am on board with it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. Mary Kate uh, and Ashley go to the Bahamas, meet cute boys, get mm -hmm. chased by the police because one of the boys was framed for stealing artifacts. For stealing artifacts. And then they take the police to the real artifacts. Yeah, and they solve the crime. And then my favorite part is at the end of the movie when they do like bloopers, but this is the best part is that it's scripted bloopers. They're not real (laughs) bloopers. It's like scripted bloopers to like make the cast and crew seem really silly. That is a very hard left. (laughs) I've never heard of scripted bloopers. I know. I know. Did you guys watch the end where it's like, uh, like the scripted bloopers, like the mom is like calling her agent and she was like, the movie is all about them. It's not about me. And it's like supposed to be silly, but it's all scripted and I'm on board with no, it. No, I haven't. I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't see that part, but I am taking $3 off for scripted mm-hmm. bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> really paved the way for um, showing people that they can do comedy. It also makes me wonder, like, when you see the end of a Seth Rogen movie, like, are those bloopers scripted? I know. I know. And it's also like, I'm obsessed with bloopers. Like, I love bloopers. And I'm like, it's got to be because of these, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley movies where at the end they have these, like, scripted bloopers to show that, like, the girls are just like us. Of course. Of course. Because... Can we... Does I... Does... Did did we spend enough time on the fact that two, like... 
teenage girls would just choose where their next movie was going to film from on, in anywhere on the globe. Like, I know like Adam dark. Sandler's known for doing that now, but like the idea that that, that it was just like <laughs> throw a dart. <laughs> That's where we're going now. Write the movie. Yeah. So like after this movie, when you go to the end, they're like back at their map. And they're like throwing darts and uh, we don't see where the dart hits, but their next movie is called getting there, which is like them uh, trying to get to Utah for the like winter Olympics. And like, so oh, that's wow. where their dart hit, which really makes me laugh that it went from like Australia, Bahamas to Utah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have to put on my tinfoil hat here for a second. Sorry to bring cons- my conspiracies yes. into this. Nadia is always telling me. This is not the pod for my conspiracies, but the fact Steve, that they were going what? to Utah. Steve. All right. He, I can't stop. Him. Real quick. I can't stop. <laughs> here's the thing, man. But here's the thing that no one wants to tell you, man, is that isn't it a little bit of a coincidence, man, that the same time that they happened to hit Utah with the dart is when the Olympics were going on. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just saying, man, I don't know if that... The dart curved. That's all I'm saying. I'm all, all I'm saying is how that dart curve. That dart went right for Utah. That's all I'm saying, man. I'm I'm just saying. I'm. Yeah, they I'm were aiming. For, they were aiming for Alaska. <laughs> and that's where like, they were uh, going. Well, we have to follow our own weird rules. So yeah, they're like it works. Um, I mean, but I hate to. I, I just I hate to burst your bubble, Kelsey, but I do wonder if oh, no. the throwing a dart was like made up as like a fun little thing to link the movies together as opposed to like like what if they hit the middle of the ocean or like and then they'll get it their company dull star will okay. build an island in the middle of the ocean but fun little trivia is like they would pick their boyfriends for the movies so like in the casting like they would pick who the guys were and so I love like that like boss move of them just being like these guys are cute they're our boyfriends. <laughs> that shows too, because there were so there's so many boys that look the same. I know they definitely have a type, but there's one boy in this movie that was in their next movie, like getting there, and then he was also in um, so little time. What was his name? His name was I'm honestly. Oh, Billy Aaron Brown, who fully looks like Joey Mackey. <laughs> it does. Doesn't he? Yeah. Like he um, yeah, he was in like all three of their, he was like in two movies and then in their TV, so, TV show. So they definitely probably dug him. Yeah, I just, I'm, my problem in this movie, I don't want to say problem, um, but I am going to, I'm going to add another dollar. Uh, was it Champlain? On. The name. Oh, not Champlain. even. Cha- okay, you know what? I'm gonna take four dollars <laughs> off for Champlain. What's um, the total right no. now? Just in case. Uh, let's see. So I'm at thirteen. I'm adding a dollar because all the boys look the same. Uh huh. And confusingly generic boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then I'm very I'm, vanilla. So that takes, yep, that takes me to fourteen. Then minus four for the somebody being named Champlain. <laughs> Champlain. So we're at ten. Okay. <laughs> we're at ten. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. So please continue. I think the true star of the show, or the movie rather, is the little girl who plays Keegan, the little sister. Genius. Mm-hmm. A lot of great uh, facial reactions. A lot of good one-liners. Oh, yes, that's right. Because um, we should also mention Mary-Kate and Ashley 
um, Madison and Alex. Uh, Alex, thank you. Uh, their their family meets another family there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a double family vacation. So Keegan is the little sister of their family friends, mm-hmm. not their little sister. Yeah, it's uh, their family friend's little sister. And then the older brother, Griffin, has like a major crush on Mary-Kate's character. But he like can't tell her because they've been like friends forever. And he like helps this boy that she meets at the resort, which like they have these like mini relationships at these resorts that like they're probably on a week long vacation. So they like find boyfriends for the week and they like go through these up and downs like Alex, Mary Kate's character, Alex meets this boy named Scott at the resort and they have like a mini relationship, but they can't connect. And so Griffin, her family friend, like helps Scott with Mary Kate's character. Did we all follow that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Something that I came across in my research was the fact that they're (laughs) of research uh, on the IMDB page and the trivia. Somebody decided to write according to their ages, the actors, Mary Kate, Ashley, Austin, and Ben were approximately 15, 15, 20, and 21 in today's society. It would be considered weird. Not to mention inappropriate for girls in their early teens to be kissing 20-year-old men. I know. So that was good. I was going to bring that up too. Ashley's love interest in the show, he like works at the resort. Um, and he's his name's Jordan. And their, their characters are 15. And you like assume that Jordan is like 19 or 20 in the like movie. And he's full on okay, just like hanging out with this 15 year old girl, like making out with her and like taking her to these like shark tanks and stuff like that. And they wonder why our generation hasn't bought houses yet. Mm-hmm. Because this is what we were being told that at yeah, 15, like- it's fine to go on vacation and mack on a, somebody six years older than you. And then in comes Megan Fox. Her character wants Jordan so much so that in like a party scene at the resort, she goes, this this winter break, I'm getting what I want. And what I want is Jordan. And that's the dynamic is there is a love triangle between the three of them. Brianna Wallace. Brianna yeah. Wallace, yes. The heiress. What is she the heiress sh- to again? We have no idea. Oh, Wallace's department stores. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> and I will tell you, Megan Fox knows the assignment here. Like she, she knows, does. like she's, she's doing well. She's, she's doing. Yeah. Flawless. I remember like seeing this movie for the first time and thinking she was like stunning. And even now she's gorgeous. But I remember then like seeing that movie and being like, wow. And that's what women are supposed to look like. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I know. I mean, here's the thing. I think there's been a lot of Megan Fox hate for years, and I've always been like, she seems like she's a pretty good actress. Mm-hmm. And I, know, I feel I like she got the you. short end of the stick because uh, who- I think she was like ultra sexualized by like the Transformers director Michael Bay, and I yes. think we totally did her dirty and wrong. And I, yes. think, I agree. I think she's actually. I don't mean to say actually. That's rude. I think she's very funny, and I think she's a great actress. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you. Jennifer's Justice body is me. kind of getting like a yeah. Je- Jennifer's body is kind of getting like Jennifer's a uh, a re a cultural kind of critical reevaluation, and <laughs> right. it's it's good. Yeah. I and love that movie. I love like very funny. 
when she was eating uh, in Jennifer's body, that like rotisserie chicken and she goes, Jennifer, that was, my, that was for my mobs for Boston market. That's just <laughs> like a line. I remember who wrote that. Was it Diablo Cody? It was yes, Diablo Cody. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. I wonder what she's doing now. Um, she just wrote something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What an asshole me going. I wonder what (laughs) she's doing now. (laughs) That has been. (laughs) Yeah. Hope she can get a job. Movies. Yeah. She wrote like Juno, right? Yes. Great movies. Yeah. (laughs) Um, she wrote the book for the Jagged Little Pill musical. Oh, wow. And she wrote Tully. Oh my God, I'm such an and asshole. Ricky being and like, Flash. I wonder what she's doing now. <laughs> Clearly, she's doing really well. She's killing she should it. Right, the next Mary Kate and Ashley movie. Oh, that'd what? be great. I mean, what if, not to get too much on a side tangent here, but what if everybody just pooled their money? Like, as in, and when I say everybody, I mean Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And a GoFundMe. Yeah, and you convinced Mary Kate and Ashley to come back and uh, do updates on all of their direct video movies, but as them now. So it's the same stories, line, same everything. They're just, just doing it now. Late 30s, early 40s now. Mm-hmm. It's so funny too, because like, if I see an article with them on it, like I'll click it. Like I, it'll be clickbait for me. Like I will read it. Um, so, like, my fandom transcends time <laughs> into adulthood. <laughs> um, but this movie, like, this one, I think, was one of their better, like, made-for-home video movies. Um, so, okay. So, we, we're having this little, like, love triangle happening. There's Jordan, the guy who's too old for them. And there's Megan Fox who's going to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, plays dirty to get her way. And then... Uh, you got the other guy, Scott, who's uh, <laughs> being coached behind the scenes and the sort of Serrano de Bergiac kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's interrupted by a guy <laughs> stealing stolen artifacts. Yes. What? And, yeah. And two, like, they find this out because they, one, they like go into town to go shopping with their mom and then they see Jordan, like, grab a bag from a guy and like with money and they instantly go like drug deal or something bad. Like it could have just been like him out in town, like buying lunch or something like that. <laughs> and then like immediately assume this guy's up to no good. Yeah. For, like for no good reason really. And then like later in the movie, Jordan takes them on this like private uh, yacht and that's where they like find out where like the art, like the stolen artifacts are. But like on a family vacation, they go on a private yacht at 15. Also too, when I was on family vacations growing up, like I never wandered off to like, yeah, (laughs) there was, their parents were so, they would just be like, well, we're leaving, we're leaving dinner now. Like uh, at one point she says she has a day date. Yeah, She's like, oh, I can't, I can't go tomorrow. I have a day date. Where and they go everybody looks at riding. her. Yeah, but when she says a day date, they like look at her like she's from Jupiter. Like what? Yeah, She's like, I have a day uh, date. it's a date during the day. Yeah. Oh. I will say too, like iconic writing was like throughout the whole movie, 
there was like this little debate between Mary Kate and Ashley's characters where she was like, you can have your cake and eat it too. And then there's a whole long conversation about whether they can have their cake and eat it too. And then it goes into um, like making the bed. It's like, I don't know. You guys have to watch it. It was, uh, it was, um, Cause she's like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. too. And then the other one's like, well, actually, if you think about it, the saying should be, you can't eat your cake and have it too. Because if you eat your cake, you don't, you still have it because it's in your stomach. And then the other one looks at a boy and turns and says, I do want to talk about this later, but I have to go. I do want to talk to you about this later. It's very serious. Listen, please pull out your Palm Pilot and make a note. (laughs) And this is like in front of their mom and their mom is just like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like, no, there's no frame of reference. And then later they kind of go back to the conversation, but like different by being like, you know, the whole like make your bed phrase. And she's like, once I make my bed, I'm going shopping. I'm going like out and hanging out with friends. She was, it's, you guys, you, it, you have to watch it. It's really good. <laughs> so they have to clear Jordan's name because mm-hmm. Jordan is the one that's wrongfully arrested, correct? Correct. And he's just like sitting in a jail cell. The four of them go to jail in the Bahamas. The parents bail them out, but can't bail Jordan. And like, <laughs> They're still like, I'm not. It's just the idea that they're like, we're going to bail out our own kids. Mom, <laughs> please. You got to bail out the guy who was wrongfully arrested. No, nope. I know. Into like the parents still like back up the kids when she's like, no, Jordan didn't do it. All of this over a guy that she kissed once. But that's the magic of paradise when you're on vacation. <laughs> I also. I, I also feel, and maybe it's just the way I'm remembering it, but I feel like all of the Jordan um, police arrest artifact stuff was kind of like all act three. And the first mm-hmm. hour of the movie is literally just a commercial for Atlantis and the Olsen yes. twins. <laughs> it has no connection whatsoever. They even like have a girl's group like a girls band i think they're a swedish but they were called play mm-hmm. and they have them like singing at the concert and it's like if you have a problem i'll be there for you because it's us against the world and that was like a plug for that band play definitely like bought their album when i was that age watching that movie so yeah you're right like the whole first half of the movie is literally just like come to atlantis yeah it's come to Atlantis and watched the Olsons flirt with boys. And again, I, there were times because when they're doing the, like um, you said, Cyrano de Bergerac for me, I was immediately like, Oh, this is Roxanne, which is also based on it. But um, I, I, I couldn't tell apart the boy that liked Mary Kate mm-hmm. and the boy that was helping the boy that liked Mary Kate. Oh, and Griffin in a movie where you already can't remember which is which because it stars twins to have mm-hmm. their, to have all the boys look exactly the same on top of that. It's, it's, it's hard to, you really have to focus. Mm-hmm. It's maddening, mm-hmm. frankly. It is. It's And it's funny because like Griffin, who's like in love with Mary-Kate's character, who's like helping Scott, you can tell is like obsessed with her character about being like, um, her favorite book is uh, like, what was it? Blubber. And he says, flubber. <laughs> it just like, he just knows a lot of information about her. Um, my, 
All right. As far as like quotes go for this mm-hmm. film, I really just want to point out that at some point somebody says, want to play Frisbee? And the other person responds with, a plastic spinning dog toy? <laughs> no is, thanks. That's Keegan, the little sister. She says that. Yeah. And then Keegan she goes is to a the, sass. Yeah. Keegan is really the true queen of the movie. Keegan goes to the, like the resort bar and the guy's like, another beer for you? And she goes, yeah, heavy on the route, which is brilliant. Keegan's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. She also buries a guy in sand up to his neck, I believe. It's the and same little boy. Like, yeah. I'm taking off. I'm taking off five dollars for Keegan. So right now, um, oh I'm, I'm I'm at five dollars. So I feel that I'm five dollars in the hole for Holiday in the Sun. Um, she has a lot I got of a quote. sassy faces too. Yes, um, do my quote is. So, Brianna, it just wouldn't be winter vacay if you didn't <laughs> yes. hook up with the cutest boy on the beach. Who's it gonna be? <laughs> Yeah, and then what? This is Megan Fox, and afterwards, Megan Fox, she says something like, um, "It was something about like this winter break. I want Jordan." Yes. But the first time we see Megan Fox is she cuts in front of the girls to check in at the hotel, and she goes, "Messages, please," <laughs> <laughs> which is brilliant to me. Just going up to the like front desk and being like, "Give me all of my messages. I'm 15, and I know I have a lot." <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I'm everybody's you, she knows calling the me assignment. Well, mm-hmm. I'm on vacation. Yeah, the yeah. Bahamas. Uh, I also love Madison just saying, "I don't know what to do about Scott. I mean, I like him a lot, but every time we're together, it's just so awkward." <laughs> That's Mary Kate and Scott because they can't. They don't communicate very well. It's just, well because I mean, Scott's 15, the dummy, girl. right? Mm-hmm. Scott is the dummy. Scott is truly, truly stupid. Like, um, you know, I oh. remember learning like comedy and writing and stuff like that. They would always, or, or like improv, they'd always say like, don't make your character just so stupid He's that like, they can't understand anything. Beyond stupid. Beyond. Yeah. Um, like, we also don't like, know if he lives there or like why he's at the resort. Like the first scene of him is him parasailing, parasailing, and they're like, "Ooh, he's cute." He lands from parasailing, runs up on the beach with flyers in his hand, goes up to the girls, and he goes, "Do you guys like to party?" They say yes. <laughs> takes the flyer. Not at all a creep thing to <laughs> yeah. say to any stranger. Which is like, was he on? Like, was he parasailing, holding these flyers, ready to like give them to cute girls? Yeah, where'd like the flyers party? come from? Yeah, do you guys like, like to party? party? <laughs> Um, I do want to ask you guys a question because I've yes. never been a 15 year old girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd like to know. So when you guys were 15 and would go on vacation with your family, would you just show up at the place and be like, all right, where are the boys at? Cause oh. I feel like I would like, definitely look for like, I wouldn't be walking around, but I would be like laying next to my family being like hormones raging. It's seeing like the other boy on the family trip too, you know? Yeah. I grew up in a pretty strict family. So anytime there was like the, the few times we did do a vacation, it's like, first off, if my dad was around, it was like, there's n- absolutely no way I'm going yeah. to. So even if I'm checking them out as a, as a 15, 16 year old or go- noticing, if I'm noticing that somebody's cute, there's nothing I could really do about it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And even if I could sort of get away, uh, I come from a very dysfunctional codependent family where like <laughs> there was no way that anybody was going to like, 
let me wander off alone no. to just do what I wanted. Which, no. it, and I wonder, like, for other folks, if they were maybe larger groups, like, let's say I had a bunch of cousins and they had all been with me, would that have, like, led to an opportunity? Maybe. Uh, maybe if, like, I didn't grow up the way that I did. And then, <laughs> like, we were able to have friends come on vacations or I went on family friends' vacations, that kind of thing. Then maybe. But otherwise, this is pure fantasy fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And this, to, like... Yeah. If you, if I saw like a cute boy on like vacation and I saw that he was with his family, like to me, I was probably like the sexual, sexual tension is so thick, but it's literally just like making eye contact with him <laughs> from like across the pool. But like, we never had like family vacations. Like I never got my own hotel room like they did in the movie. Like oh, I yeah, shared no, a bed that's with my sibling, <laughs> like we, the four of us in one like hotel room that never happened. Oh yeah. I mean, in the same way that, uh, James Bond and the Fast and the Furious and any action flick mm -hmm. is like fantasy fulfillment, I think geared at teenage and like younger dudes generally mm -hmm. or male identified i suppose yeah well i don't know we'll cut that part out i don't <laughs> let me back up because i i didn't want to suddenly gender everybody watching <laughs> yeah yeah let me start over in the same way that hollywood likes to market action films and big blockbuster stuff towards say what they perceive to be younger males that I feel like these kinds of films target themselves as fantasy fulfillment towards younger females with the idea being that, like, don't you care about this? Like, don't you wish you could go on vacation and mm -hmm. flirt with cute boys and have your best friend around, whether they're your sibling or somebody <laughs> else? And you can just do whatever you want. And it's such a stark contrast to me between that and, like, you know, uh, movies aimed towards young men where it's like, don't you wish you had a gun and could blow shit up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's those two. It's Mary Kane Ashley movies and then don't you have a gun to blow shit up? Yeah, yeah. that's also the two, those <laughs> are the the two types of film. <laughs> yeah, there really isn't like... <laughs> there really isn't like a teen boy equivalent. Like teen girls ha would have that and teen boys at this time were like... I got a Boondock Saints poster. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's that, one or the other. Yeah, there's no, there's just no in between. And I, I would really love to challenge the entertainment industry to blur those lines a little bit. I would love to see like two young teen dudes go on vacation and like their friendship gets better for it as a movie. That'd be great. Write it up, Diablo Cody. Write it up. <laughs> <laughs> we are ready for it. Uh, um, so I found this article from somebody who wrote things I never noticed about Holiday in the Sun until Ooh. they were an adult rewatching it. Okay. Um, and so first, so I'm going to read these to you mm -hmm. and I want to see whether you agree or disagree. Okay. As as whether these are like as an adult now, do you feel like this is true or not true? Okay. okay. So number one, their family being totally loaded, you know, they just point out the fact that the family's totally loaded. I'm going to add a second part to this. Their family is totally loaded. Therefore, they're capitalist pigs who need to be taken down when the proletariat decide to eat the rich. 
Oh, whoa. I thought they were going to be like, the food looks bad. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, I, we'll get into those. We'll get into those oh, as well. Man. We're Here's starting a, with the hard hitting stuff. I, I, I just want to make a quick observation. I never realized until just now how odd it is to have enough money to own a private jet, but then stay at Atlantis. I know. <laughs> like, not that Atlantis is cheap or like going to the Bahamas is. But they're in like regular hotel rooms. They're not in yeah. like a the penthouse. <laughs> right. Yeah. They just walk into like a room and then are yeah. just like a super crowded pee filled pool. And it's like, yeah, there's, yeah, like, really there's a St. Regis equivalent in the Bahamas yeah. or something like that. That's like the super, super, super luxe resort. Super deluxe yeah. resort that mm -hmm. they could have stayed at, and instead they're staying at. Atlantis. They were slumming. <laughs> they were slumming. Like we have it. to save money. We just bought this plane. The Krispy Kreme was expensive. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> they each got like a half. They each got like a a dozen donuts. Mm -hmm. It's expensive. Um, the fact that they would rather go to Hawaii. The author of this article was saying Bahamas over Hawaii any day. Uh, to which I say, guys. Which is better, Hawaii or the Bahamas? Well, I've never been to the Bahamas. I've been to Me Hawaii. Neither. Me too. Hawaii, Hawaii is beautiful. I love Hawaii. I think I would, if I went to the Bahamas, I'd love to see Atlantis just so I could see where Ride they the filmed. Slide. The, slide, the slide. Go to the aquarium. Um, have you ever uh, thought about this, Kelsey? Um and I hate to even bring it up because I'm worried you're going to leave your husband and career behind. But oh, going to the Bahamas and starting your own business where you go on holiday in the sun walking tours. Um, I would do that instantly. Like I would do that right now. And, you know, Daniel would not be sad whatsoever. He would be like, that's her one true love. And yeah. I agree with it. <laughs> Like some couples have like that list of like celebrities you're allowed to like cheat with, and pass. like you, Mine yeah, would and, be to do and walking you, tours of Mary Kate <laughs> Ashley movies. Your hall, your hall pass is just to leave to go do walking tours. But I also love that in your brain you think that Daniel would be like, "Oh, she's leaving me." Like we could not be together anymore if I did this. <laughs> like I'm not cheating. I'm going to do walking tours of movies. I, I mean, I just don't know if he'd follow you. <laughs> Uh, I think he would. I think he would. I'll ask know, that's him. a question to ask tonight. And I mean, that's that's just for any couple is like, mm -hmm. would you you know what? I want to hear from the viewers, viewers. I want to hear from the listeners. If your <laughs> loved one wanted to leave to go do a walking tour at the Atlantis of how do not just do a walking tour to give walking tours for the rest of their life is a career. Mm -hmm. Would you follow them and yes, just send that to why do you know that pod yep. gmail.com. Let us know. Oh and put in the subject heading, put in the subject <laughs> line, uh, uh, Atlantis, uh, new job. That way we'll know what it's about. Yeah. Right, and then exactly. put, like, Atlantis new job. Re and then put Champlain because he's an employee there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then we'll really know. Yeah, otherwise it'll get lost. Otherwise it'll get lost. The other Atlantis themed emails yeah. that we have coming in. Could you imagine like Atlantis getting inundated with emails <laughs> after this, being like, "We don't do walking tours." <laughs> oh my god! Um, um, here's something wild. Oh, okay. Megan Fox mm -hmm. was in Jennifer's Body, mm -hmm. who um. 
who and uh who were written by diablo cody who wrote the jack little pill musical mm-hmm. holiday in the sun was directed by Steve Purcell, who directed Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill live tour. Wow. So that's a weird. Here we go with that conspiracy theory. Here Steve. we go. Steve, Sorry Steve, to put Steve, my hat back on. Steve, I, I, you know, I, I can't <laughs> oh stop God. him. I can't stop him. I mean, you should do. What a- does Alanis Morissette have to do with this, man? Because, like, you got Megan Fox, who's connected to Diablo Cody, who wrote something for Alanis Morissette. But then mm. you've got behind the camera this man, like, what's Alanis Morissette doing in all this? How's she pulling the strings? You know, there's something to that, man. There's something Steve, to that. Steve, do a walking tour of conspiracy theories do of a Steve. Tour. <laughs> Steve's conspiracy. Yeah. It's it just, starts here. <laughs> it's just a business about things he does <laughs> conspiracy about. Oh my god! Absolutely <sighs> insane. Um. Okay. Here's another one from that same okay. article. Uh. P- okay. So apparently, in the film, pierced ears means a guy is ready for marriage. Oh, yeah. because he knows pain <laughs> and he's yeah. bought jewelry. Yep. Yes. <laughs> That's when they're sitting on the beach scoping out guys uh-huh. before Scott comes down from the parasail. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Which at now like I need 15, to know who wrote this. At fifteen, I was not like looking at dudes and being like. I got to date that one because he's ready for commitment. And I am looking for a long-term commitment like at right 15. now. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. At Would 15, you believe that? I was probably like 15. I was probably just like, like anti crunchy peanut butter because my mom made it once. <laughs> like That's where my mind was. Yeah. I think tangent. at 15, I was still like, so why were we all obsessed with Blair Witch Project? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it was that level. It was, <laughs> it oh was my something God. stupid. It was like, I don't get it. Why Such is like there a pyramid on years. our money? Yeah. It's like yeah. shit I didn't even know about where it's just like, this doesn't make any sense. And I'm not going to bother to try to yeah. research or look it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At 15, I still had gold braces. I didn't have silver or clear ones. I got the gold braces. So like that's where I was at emotionally and mentally. <laughs> gold braces. And physically. Yeah, and physically. Um, there's mm-hmm. also this exchange that the author wanted to point out, which is uh, when... They say, hey, what's up? Not my temperature. temperature. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's Megan Fox's character. And there was like a whole string of it. It was like, hey, what's up? Uh, She has like one of, like there's so many lines that she has in that specific scene that are so good. That was like, "Uh, no, thank you. Turn around. No. (laughs) Yeah, it was just too much. And then there's another quote, which is a little creepier, and mm-hmm. the author believes it's creepy too, which is, everybody's got a hobby, right? You're mine. Oh, yeah. That's Griffin when he finally comes and tells Mary-Kate. Not a way to let somebody her. know you're into them. That's Not a lot. A lot of information all at once. And also, too, a lot of these guys, like the fashion... They're wearing not like cargo pants, but like Bermuda pants. Do you guys remember those? Yes. And like choker necklaces and like tank tops. Gen Z, take note. This is the mm-hmm. fashion that's coming for you in the next five years. Mm-hmm. Don't fall Speaking for it. Don't a fashion when Jordan is in jail and like Mar- uh, Ashley's character is like in love with him. She wears this like tube top with a bow on the front and on the yes. back and pink writing it says he loves me not 
<laughs> or he loves me or he loves me not. I There's also another like tube top with the the bow of stars. Mm-hmm. That was a very, fashion. That, yes, just uh, just the highest fashion possible for 2001. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so a lot, a lot of, like, of gemstone midriff. necklaces. Yes. Yeah, like denim skirts. Um, low rise like, jeans. Low rise, one shoulder tops. It was in. Just brilliant. Just mm-hmm. br- brilliant costume. What was, brilliant. what was the catalog that would like was really popular that all this stuff would have Delia's. come from? Delia's. That's it, yeah. 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 Delilah. Was, yeah. I'm so yeah. stupid. <laughs> Delilah. I'm so stupid. <laughs> Jesus, Steve. My God, get off, get off of our podcast. Yeah, this <laughs> is our podcast now. <laughs> I'm Kelsey, and these are my conspiracy theories. <laughs> no, we can't. I can't stop her. I can't stop her. Um, the last thing that I wanted to point out that the other point yes. out is the fact that they just casually steal a boat. Yeah, that's the, the like the yacht that they like hop on. Yeah, and they, like, and, and just I wanted I wanted your thoughts on boat stealing generally because the I don't think it's a thing that you see a ton of in the media. The mm-hmm. the other like the other big moment I can think of is in Gilmore Girls. Rory Gilmore. <gasps> oh yeah, like, steals a boat. Oh my god, the original yeah. Run and I just feel like stealing boats is something that's like an action film thing. It's like very speed with Sandra yeah. Bullock. Yes, exactly. And so how do we Steve? Okay. For those who don't know, or those who are just tuning in, Steve famously, famously has been on a boat. I've been on a boat. I've been been on a boat. Bragged about it, et cetera. A couple times. I've been on a boat. Especially from a boat connoisseur like Steve, Mm -hmm. I would love to know everybody's take here on stealing a boat because my take is just, it seems to be a thing that only happens to uh, women who have some kind of money or, or with somebody who is moneyed. And that is the only moneyed. opportunity it comes into play in any kind of storyline is like, hey, we're with a rich person or we are rich. Therefore, we're going to steal a boat. And it just doesn't make much sense to me. What do you no, guys it think? Also re- it also requires that the boat was left running, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and per- like, and that the people stealing it just luckily know exactly how to how to uh drive the boat or i guess maybe it's the um uh, uh the adrenaline of the situation where they don't even have time to think about whether or not they're right or wrong and instinct just takes over and that's how they that's how they drive the boat um but uh, yeah the stars really need to align wealth mystery yeah adrenaline my mind instantly goes to when i like see that scene now as an adult i'm like you're going to get kidnapped. Like, because I'm like, who just goes on a boat with like a random guy at nighttime? My brain would be like, even then at 15, I'd be like, I'm going to get kidnapped. Like, yeah, that's like yeah. where my brain would go. Stranger danger kicks in. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. no, thank you. I do not wish to be uh, uh, decapitated and oh thrown God. into the sea. Uh, uh, let's back up. Where were we? Okay. All right. So, you guys are aware of commonsensemedia.org, uh, a, f- a fun site that tells you, if you are a parent, what's going to happen in this movie or television show. And the parent's guide to what's in this movie. I have not heard of that website, P.S. Yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> a fun one to go through and figure out, like, what do the people approve of? <laughs> and so what parents need to know about Holiday in the Sun 
is that the sisters act boy crazy while they attempt to stop smugglers of ancient artifacts during the vacation in the Palmas. There is some brief kissing between the teens and a focus on bikini bodies mm-hmm. as well as consumerism. <laughs> because the Atlantis Hotel is where the movie was shot is repeatedly mentioned and we see lush views of the hotel's distinctive profile. Mm-hmm. I love uh, just a parent reading that and like, I love that it's like stealing artifacts, but like just small little kisses between teens and a parent being like, stealing artifacts is fine with me. Kissing teens, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it gets into their own like review of it where they, they're not fans. Um, <laughs> they seem to be on the side of, I guess, if you are a diehard mm. Mary Kate Ashley fan, maybe you're going to want to watch this. But, uh, they're they're fairly dismissive in a way where I'm like, you know, excuse you. Yeah. You don't know how to have fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's got pools, slides, yeah. a yeah. concert. Yeah. People, people with cute tank tops on. That guy from One Tree Hill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- Megan that's, Fox. Yeah. Like the voice could- of the mom from American Dad. <laughs> yeah. Most importantly. <laughs> and Keegan, the girl. Yeah. Keegan and Keegan. Um, Here's the speaking of those artifacts, though, early on, we learn um, because something else that this movie does really well is it educates. And Mm. what I learned is that you can only buy all of like. uh, So what the mom tells uh, the girls is she bought this artifact. I forget what it was, but it was fake. She was like, isn't this scary? I don't know. At their shopping scene. Yeah. Yeah, and they're shopping, extended shopping sequence. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and they're like, is that a real artifact? And the mom says, no, this is a, this is a fake artifact. It's illegal to take real artifacts, which is, of course, planting the Some foreshadowing. And yeah. as, soon as, as soon as one of them, as soon as one of the girls finds out the artifact is fake, she's immediately like, oh, then that's not for me. Like like labels, like, oh, I, I only like real. Don't come around me with that fake artifact. Like it's a Michael Kors bag or something. Also, just I, well, I'm only saying this because it makes me think of the music scene that like the music that was playing in that scene. They have Weeze, a Weezer song. So they like bought the rights for a Weezer song for this movie and Weezer like probably okayed it, but all the other songs are just like, you know, like, you know, songs that you could probably get at a lower cost. But I love that they have a Weezer song. And Which then everything is used else. often. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you paid for it, you might as well, especially mm-hmm. if everything else you paid for is like, vacation we love vacation in the sun or something where it's just somebody who just randomly sang into a microphone at a like a mall recording Mm -hmm. studio and then their next movie getting there they have a ramon song so it's like it's really funny that they like they'll get these massive like songs and then like that's where the money is going to that's where the budget of the film is going to uh let's talk about the quick moment of cultural appropriation yeah because there's a uh, lot of that in this movie too yeah and by quick moment i mean uh, a lot of it happening mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> there's one oh. gift i ran across that i just like shuddered which is just uh them in these uh hats like hats. That i'm sure are sold in tourist shops in the caribbean that uh i have to assume are incredibly offensive to mm-hmm actual Rasta folks or like 
it's it's like a, a a hat with fake dreadlocks. Yep. And the kind of thing that's just like 20 years later mm-hmm. makes you makes you make a uh, kind yeah. of face. There's a like there's that in there. Like when we're watching it now, I'm I watched it the other day and I was like, that part in particular, I just cringed at. I was like, oh, and just a lot of white privilege in this in in all of their movies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember those hats. I like wild that um they're probably I mean, still I'm sure being they sold, still exist, which is like but yeah. Like, but like wild that that was ever yeah, just crazy what things we used to allow or I know. Like, think was think and was normal. That scene is them like it like made the cut because they were probably like, look at them being goofy, which is like even worse on top yeah. of it. Cause then you're like labeling this as like being silly or goofy doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, it's not cultural appropriation. It's just them having a good time at the Atlantis gift shop. Come on <laughs> yeah, down where yeah. you too can own one of these hats for sixteen ninety five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's not great. It's not yeah. great. There's also, uh, 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 there's dolphins. There's dolphins. They're writing and scene with dolphins. Then there's Which a I'm scene. I'm sure it's like a thing at the Atlantis Hotel. I'm sure that was like the hotel being like, you need to promote the dolphin swim that we do. And they <laughs> were like, like uh, sure. So terrible too. Like those dolphins, like every time I see those and I've done that before, like the swimming with dolphins. And I remember doing it and being like, this feels so terrible. It's like, that yeah. should not be a thing. Yeah. It feels, yeah. <laughs> Like it's really they're, bad. They're just caged up for your entertainment. So yeah, you like can be like, super, they kissed me. Yeah. Like you could have it on your Christmas card of you being goofy, <laughs> getting a kiss from a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. It's really, it's really crazy. But there's like a scene where they like gut a fish. Like Jordan takes Ashley's character to like gut a fish, which is like very gross too. That just feels like, I don't know. That's it's like an eighth date thing. Mm-hmm. For Feels sure. too yeah. soon. Yeah, but do you like how I'm like? I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is another thing. Is um, there is never a. I mean, and we've done a Ryan Murphy episode, and we've talked about you know mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Murphy's directing choices and stuff like that. And this is kind of a precursor. I wonder how much of the style, the cinematography of this movie inspired Ryan Murphy, because much like American Horror Story, there's never everything is at a slant. Every shot is at an angle. There's never anything where it's just two people like or where it's just like there's never anything where the horizon line is straight. Yes. Yeah. What do they call it? It's like a Dutch tilt or something where it's supposed to like make you feel uneasy, but it's like this entire <laughs> childhood show, like movie is supposed yeah. to make you feel uneasy. It it did. And it yeah. did. <laughs> and the lighting, um, like the lighting between like the jail stuff and like the sequences, like it's, yeah, it's, it's insane. Um, you guys I, think I wanna, it, oh, go on, oh, go on. No, no, you no, go. you go for it. No, no. Okay. Just, well, I just, this is real quick. Um, Kelsey probably already knows this, but I want to make sure um, that uh, that Naughty is aware of the Olsen twins' names in some of these movies. Mostly, I want to talk about. So, um, the year before, uh, no, the same year. So, the same year as Holiday in the Sun, uh, Winning London came out, mm-hmm. and in Winning London, Mary Kate plays Chloe Lawrence, and mm-hmm. Ashley plays Riley Lawrence. 
in then the same year, So Little Time, their TV show debuts, Mary-Kate plays Riley Carlson and Ashley plays Chloe Carlson. So that, so in a movie, they're Chloe and Riley. And then in the show that comes out the same year, they swapped and the other one is Riley and the other one is Chloe. That's then we have, we have Getting There, yeah, where um, Mary Kate is Kylie Hunter and Ashley is Taylor Hunter, and in When in Rome, coming out the same year, Mary Kate is Charlie Hunter and Ashley is Layla Hunter. So then they kept they just have the same last name, it's and I so wonder insane. like. Do you think that that was on purpose? I think that they gave a list of names that they thought were cool. I was just going to say, I think they it's all of the names, because I remember seeing those movies and being like, those names are so cool. I think they were names that they thought were like cute and unique. Like, oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And the guy that wrote So Little Time didn't know that the guy writing Winning, Winning London had already picked Chloe and Riley. Yeah, he was like, these, these are great names. These are fantastic. They also have interesting names in that movie, The Challenge, which I think is funny because it's much like the TV show, The Challenge, where they have to like compete and do certain things. But their yeah, names in The survivory. Challenge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Their names in The Challenge were like super interesting too. I'm going to look it up. Oh, yeah. Shane. Shane, yeah. And... Elizabeth. Wow, how crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> Elizabeth. Elizabeth, which is their sister's name. It's true. Mm-hmm. They just looked around the room. They're like, uh, uh, Elizabeth. Uh, yeah. And she's probably sitting there, like, already acting, like, acting out WandaVision in her head. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is what I imagine. <laughs> um, what I was going to say earlier is that, uh, you know, given that like this whole thing is starts off as just like this is a family vacation and then like they kind of keep coming back to that and the parents sort of keep coming back in being like, let's just try to have fun on this family vacation. Like, do you th- like would you show kids this movie now? Because it feels so specific to its time. Yeah. And like, say, other kids classics where you might be able to say yeah this was made 50 years ago 30 years ago 70 years ago but it still holds up as something that a kid could watch now Mm -hmm. do we feel like this is something that we can show kids now or are we just going to have to sit there and explain and by kids i mean somebody who's like the right age to watch it like you know 11 12 yeah yeah 15 (laughs) 16 uh 37 yeah Uh, yeah if like do we think that them watch it, like they enjoy it? Would they get some sort of uh, fantasy fulfillment out of it? Or would they just be like, this is dumb and bad? I think they would think it was dumb and bad, which I hate. I would want them to adore it as much as I did. <laughs> right. But I think too, like, oh, this is so gross. But I mean, you know how like we didn't have cell phones like, you know, we do now. So I remember like when these movies came out like I was so excited to see like what they were wearing and everything because like that's what like I based what I should wear off of where I feel like now there's like Instagram and TikTok where like you can just yeah. see like it's you know like influencers all the time we've but, talked yeah. about this before but Steve and I are like it's so much easier to be cool now yeah. Whereas before you yeah. had to sort of like seek it out. You had to seek out information. You had to learn what was the good music, what was the cool fashion, mm-hmm. etc. And now I you still have to do your research, but it is much more accessible and yeah. immediate. Like I was obsessed with TRL when I was younger because I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, yeah. this is my news. This is yeah. like where I get <laughs> all of my information. 
Yeah. This is my, I have to get home. My news is on. My news. They're reti- I have to see what the news says. They're retiring bye-bye-bye have- bye on the news. <laughs> Do you remember like on TRL where like you could write something and it would be at the bottom of the music video? Yes. Did you get on? No, but I would. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to get on Jennifer Lopez is like waiting for tonight because I thought mm. that music video was like iconic with like the green lasers in the back. <laughs> that like jungly theme that was going yep. on. That yep. then I remember was, them making the video. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Adopted for a school dance. They were <laughs> yeah. like, we want to do a jungle theme inspired by Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. <laughs> waiting for tonight video. And they oh let God. them do it. I know. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of the teachers understood. I think they're like, I guess it's a jungle theme, <laughs> which makes me laugh so hard. I know. Uh, speaking of uh, explaining how old I am without telling you how old I am, mm-hmm. uh, I ran across this, which made me like stop in my tracks, which is you guys know Turner Classic Movies, right? Of course. Oh, yeah. I don't watch it, but I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But when you think of Turner Classic Movies, you probably assume black and white films or older films. Yeah. So why is Mary, Kate, and Ashley's Holiday in the Sun listed in their, <gasps> like, database? No. Uh-oh. That's crazy. What? Turner Classic Movies make me think of, like, going to my grandma's house when I was younger, and that was just, like, was playing, and there being, like, jelly beans and butterscotch at her house and just craft singles, and that's what I would do, is I would just, like, eat that and watch those All together at once. Yeah, Yeah. and just a combo of flavors. My palate now is just very refined. (laughs) It was just so Uh, weird for me to see it on Turner Classic Movies and go, huh? Yeah, because, that's that's wild. Because even if the film is twenty years old, I don't know that it counts as a classic movie. I don't think I even cla- like that it was twenty years old. Yeah, that makes sense. It came out in two thousand one. That's cr- that's mm-hmm. crazy. I I, I and, and it has like a full list of credits of cast and crew, and I'm just like, this is oh insane God. that that's they have crazy. this information on this website. Uh, I don't know what to do with this. My brain might break. I wonder if like an intern was playing a prank. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the one thing that they did. It was their last day. And the intern was like, you know what? I'm really going to show them. I'm going to add one Mary Kate and Ashley movie in between Spartacus (laughs) and and, like gone with the wind. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. There, it would be like Spartacus and like Ben Hur. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh my god you guys coming up rear window followed by followed by Mary holiday Kate in Nash's. the sun yeah <laughs> and then uh, psycho yeah then exactly psycho. exactly okay so i'm not crazy i just like there was there was a good 30 seconds of me staring at my computer going whoa why is this a different website is this oh. unrelated and it's like no the logo is there they wonder related. Yeah, like Why? well, uh, there we go. I have to take off five dollars because this is a Turner Classic movie. <laughs> oh my god! Do you think so, like they uh, watched I, their I movies my money on back. there? <laughs> yeah, it was well worth the buy. Yeah, we're, so, we're down to so zero. I did it. We're down to zero. Woohoo! <laughs> you did it. You did it. It was worth it. Um, we, we justified my spending. 
Kelsey, if you were going to try to convince anybody else to spend $15 to watch this film, what would you tell them? Oh, I would tell them if you're ready for the time of your life, the fashion of your life and the romance of your life, get out that Visa debit card and start plugging in those numbers. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would say. Kelsey Roberts, thank you for so much for coming on. Why do you know that? Thank you. That was so fun. <laughs> um, is there anything that you would like to plug at this time? Um, no. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, my oh, my girls group, the Pippin Middletons, we are performing. We finally got our like first show post quarantine. Uh, we're not that you could come. It's going to be out in Idaho, but we just got asked to perform out in Idaho. So we'll be going out there. So that'll if, be you're really- a, if you're around, if you're around the area and you want to yeah. <laughs> get out the house after a year of being inside, see some funny stuff. Yeah. You follow be- them on Instagram, the Pipple yeah, Middletons on Instagram. And where mm-hmm. can people find them and you on the social medias? You can find me on Instagram and I downloaded TikTok during quarantine, of course, which was really fun. And then um, you can follow the Pippa Middletons on Instagram. And then when we can perform again, the Pippa Middletons have a monthly spot at the Yard Theater. Amazing. Uh, and what's the handle? So people. Oh, probably the handle for is just at the Pippa Middletons. And for me, it's at schmelsey great <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my god now now everybody knows yeah uh, now everybody knows how to find you and yeah. I, are mary kate and ashley on instagram they must be right <gasps> i don't know how do you not know <laughs> hey everybody thanks for listening if you like what you heard tell everyone you know every way you know how remember to subscribe rate and review and be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them we talked about some weird stuff and be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime. Uh-huh.